Hey, hey, welcome to Bonus Barrel! with me is and I believe we have some sort of guest this episode uh, Kevin I, it's I, me. I, I don't know what he's from though Kevin I'm why, not from anything anymore so why would we have you on our show you're 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 nobody I'm, I am a random <laughs> you're right you used to have a, a show didn't you like some sort of well cast of a uh, cast of names yeah well Two names. everybody wants yeah. to know the world wants to know why you're giving up on your fans <laughs> why? Why you've abandoned people? Where? What happened? Um, so, like, just just from doing the YouTube stuff, we kind of got more into into filmmaking stuff. And for Nathan, that turned into career. For me, it turns into making a feature-length dodgeball documentary, which is going sweet. But uh, super dodgeball. Yeah, it's it's kind of meant the uh, the death of the channel. That's depressing. Yeah. So Unfortunately, we, have, we haven't done like a uh, a uh, kind of close up video or anything, but uh, I think we're going to do a podcast with uh, two of our biggest fans, uh, Ryan and Refugee. Like forever? And, uh, like do like a send off? Oh, like a one last one. Yeah. That's depressing, man. Because like we might get back into game stuff again in the future, but I feel like it'll be a very different thing if we ever do that. So. Yeah, I'll have to come up with a cooler name. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Well, you know what? It's sad to see a Titan fall. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for your very generous wording. Um. So, some well, old, like, I don't, well, I don't know well, what you're talking. Well, one sec though. Like okay, you're just saying how we 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 have we can't have nobodies on the show. Like we have P1 and P2 on the show all the time. So <laughs> I really don't see a problem. That's a great point. Yep. <laughs> Not to mention the fact the show is a show of nobodies. All right. So <laughs> leftover news. This is a new segment called leftover news from last week. Do do do. Um, because I forgot to mention stuff last week. So the Switch, Nintendo Switch, apparently. Is a fasting-selling console in the U.S. How do you feel about that? I feel like I need to buy one. You still don't have one? Ugh, only a loser. No, I'm getting one, one soon. Actually, I have plans to buy one in the next week or two. That's great. That's great. You should have. Everybody should have a Switch. Pretty fun. Pretty fun stuff. Fastest selling. That's crazy. Yeah. It's making up for the last gen. The Wii U. I don't think it was the slowest selling console, but has it passed the Wii U total yet? I actually don't know. It must be getting it's close. It's pretty close. I still have, I still, you know, I think about this stuff sometimes, this whole console selling. And you see a console start off its first year, say, 9, 10 million. And I wonder, it's like some consoles, like the PlayStation 4, for example, winds up selling like 70 million or something. You, I just think like within the first two years, I, I feel like everybody who wants one is probably going to buy one. I always wonder how... It can sell multiple times more than than in its first couple years. Other than you know people saving and stuff, which is and why just, I give it a couple years. Just because you're so gung ho on games and buy them right away doesn't mean everyone does though. Rob. Why not? Because like because not everyone has that kind of money. Okay, first of all, and I don't have not, that, uh, a, a bunch of money. I just don't have children. It, well, that's, well, that's the thing too. Is that like you know filthy casuals? And, you know. <laughs> They'll, they'll only get into it whenever something comes out or whatever the case may be, right? Oh, I guess waiting for games makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. After a couple of years, though, you should be able to find, like, a used console pretty yeah, easily, though, right? It's weird that they're still selling a bunch of new ones that much. I don't know. I just figured, yeah. like, the first couple of years would be, like, the bulk of it, and then you would see it peter off. But it seems like an even thing until the next console comes out where they just keep selling selling them, like, all the time. I saw, like, someone just bought a Wii U the other day, and I was like, wow, that's... That's weird. That's pretty far behind. Like a brand new Wii U? I don't know, but he was just talking about it. So, something on Twitter, and it was just like, oh, I, I'm playing this on the Wii U, and I was like, holy shit. Well, he made weird. What if he already had did a Wii, go, Wii U? Did I go back in time? Or like, what's happening here? <laughs> no, no, no one was tweeting about playing the Wii U. Someone was. I, I, I'm not funny. No, I meant I but... was making a joke about no one playing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. You're right. I guess I, I know I know people wait and save. Like, don't get me wrong. I, I know not everybody buys them instantly. I just mean within the bulk of the of the first year. I'd expect first couple of years you'd see the most sales, but it doesn't seem to be the case. Maybe it's people like I'll skip a generation and then last generation it was just like lasted forever, so they finally gave in. <laughs> yeah, I guess broken consoles too, probably. Yeah. People replacing them, buying <laughs> extra ones for their kids and shit. I don't know. Well, good for the games industry as a whole. 
Everybody should buy games. All right. Well, that was the Switch. Um, oh, hey, there's another thing I forgot over from last over, over last week. Interest. I did a little a little small discussion with some of the the Cartridge Club peeps about the Switch uh, and Netflix and YouTube. So and apps like that. Now, I want the Switch to have Netflix and YouTube. They seem like a standard that mm-hmm. everything should have it. But I know some people who actively don't want it on there. Like not like not just them not caring, but they literally don't want it to have the option. Why? What's I, this argument against it? I don't know. I can't remember. It was a couple of weeks ago, and it's I'm a just fruitless argument because I don't remember any any of the names specifically. But it was like a weird conversation where some people are like, "Who cares? They don't want it themselves. They don't care if it's there." Some who just seem like they don't want it there at all. And then me, who has insisted on it, and some of the arguments is every other thing can play it, so why do you need your Switch to play it? Uh, or they don't want it to take any like system stuff, but the apps are so small, I don't see how that's a problem. Well, then uh, don't download it. I feel bad. I feel weird because last week I yeah. complained about P1 <laughs> and his world argument, and, <laughs> and now we, I'm complaining we, we about know, other. <laughs> wasn't this P1 that said this too, though? Uh, he may, he was part of the discussion, but I can't yeah. recall exactly where he stands. And by the way, anybody who's listening, if they remember the discussion and want to uh, want to clarify or want to come on or want to tweet, all fine. This is a generalized discussion, though. Pete, there are definitely some people who hold that opinion. So I don't know. I just felt like I mean, I I can see the benefit of not having that temptation because, like, if I get a switch and it has Netflix or YouTube on there, I know I'm going to bed later every night because I'm just going to be watching Netflix <laughs> oh, or no. YouTube for hours. To me, it feels like look. Nintendo does so many things great. They step forward in many ways, but then there's like they lag behind. Like every third step, they just drag their foot as hard as they can, and that seems to be mostly on the online components. I still want to be able yes. to send messages <laughs> to my friends, and I still would would re- like to have Netflix and 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 uh, YouTube. Yeah, of course I can switch to my PS4, but guess what? I don't want to. Sometimes I, it's convenient just to use my Switch, or maybe instead of using my cell phone to watch shit, I'll use my switch which is a bigger screen but i'm still not in the room with the ps4 i don't i i don't understand and plus there are people who only have a switch mm-hmm. or you know but then they say well what about you know those people probably have wii's yeah but i don't want to play on the wii i want to use my switch i don't want to switch the channels on my, yeah. on my tv this is crazy i would like to be able to use it like a tablet because i don't have a tablet yeah ex- well, and that's that's the charm of of the switch and being able to like <laughs> hey netflix on the go anytime anything comes out from the switch I'm like hey it's this on the go now um and and netflix is just one of those options i know mm-hmm. you need internet but you can probably download stuff to it but it's foolish to say no that's 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 just weird yeah all right i agree it is weird shelby you hate this you hate the switch do you, do I you like even the care switch I, from what I played, I eventually do want to get one. It's just, you know, money and things. Yeah, of course. I understand. Um, you're waiting for good games to show up on it, too. Like that trash Legend of Zelda and, and Mario. It's crap. Angry it's crap games. You know, he's <laughs> upset with people's choices in games. So. I know. Well, Angry Commenter it was kind of a just dick. Just a little bit. I didn't <laughs> give it. <laughs> uh, let's see what else I have from Leftovers. Oh, uh, Seiji was complaining about dentists the other week, and I was curious about your opinion on, on Everybody dentists Everybody is so scared of fucking dentists, and I don't fucking get I'm it. I'm not afraid of dentists. Like, I don't know. There's some weird fear with, like, professionals and stuff, because we see, like, online, like, oh, so-and-so did this, and it's like, yeah, that's kind of, like, a valid fear, but not every single person is going to be like that. Not every single doctor is like that. Not every single dentist is like that. It's just, like, the bad ones, and you hear about it, and you're all like, oh, fuck, I'm never trusting yeah. a dentist again. Oh, and it's like, okay, well, I mean, I guess all your teeth are going to fall out of your fucking mouth, but <laughs> up to you. <laughs> didn't, didn't expect such a strong response. I like it. Uh, I am, I'm also pro-dentist. Uh, I'm not afraid of the dentist because it's not a big deal. What about you two? You guys, you guys hate the dentist? I get super awkward at the dentist. I don't know. It's like some form of anxiety or something, but also like I've, I've screwed up a good number of times at the dentist. Well, like, how do you screw up the dentist? What? <laughs> one particular time um i think it was just a normal checkup and stuff and he's like he's like yeah everything seems good we're just gonna get the x-ray so if you can just wait here and once we bring them in you should be good to go um so i'm just sitting in the chair i'm watching tv for a while um behind me somebody brought the x-rays in but i expected the dentist to come in too and be like hey yeah they checked out it's good uh so they brought the x-rays in and left and the uh, dentist didn't come and he didn't come and he didn't come until like 15 or 20 minutes later and uh then he was 
He's like, why are you still here? And I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> why were you still there, yeah. Kevin? I, I, don't, I thought he was going to come and be like, your teeth are good or bad. <laughs> I don't know. I expected something and it never came. And left. Uh, well, this I'm sure you appreciate talk. this. Yeah, I'm sure you uh, agree with the whole... I'm not an anti-dentite, anyways, as, <laughs> as Seinfeld great, would put great it. great reference, yeah. Um, but I also have a high amount of anxiety when I go to the dentist. Um, I, I like, I, I try not to, because, I like, what Shelby says, like, why? Like, you, it's not like you're getting, like, the Kevorkian of dentists or something <laughs> like that. Um, but, it's, but it's awkward reason, to have somebody poking inside your mouth. It, that's exactly right. You know, it's it's kind of a strange feeling, and I, whenever I get nervous, I end up talking a lot, and you don't want to talk a lot whenever someone's poking around in your mouth, so it turns into this weird thing where, like, they're in my mouth, and I'm just like, ah, oh, ah, and just trying to talk to them because it's it's how I cope with with sometimes some being uh, uh, nervous and it's it's really weird and I, I I hate the experience and I actually I hadn't gone to the dentist for like ten years and I went like last year so I'm I'm trying to to be back at it. My my dentist uh, they give you a remote and they have a TV above yeah. the which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. It's on sound but but every time I go. I get one of two. I, I go through all the channels. There's like 400 channels, and most of the time, most of them don't work. And usually, what I find out, wind up watching is either something like How Stuff's Made, because I always go in the morning, so it's not much on. So How Stuff Made, uh, or like trashy, like Teenage Mom, or or or, or real parking wars, or and stuff like that. Like this, these these types of reality TV shows that I despise, but I always wind up landing on them because there's nothing else to do, and I like to hate watch things. So <laughs> so sometimes I'll watch. Uh, I'll hate watch. And the last the last time I was there, there was so. Just like this, these people, these these parking people going around giving people tickets and arguing with citizens who who are mad that they're getting tickets for parking in handicap zones or or other shit like that, and then they're like, "I can't afford this," which is kind of sad. But then they're like, "You're on TV, so I hope that you're getting some money." And people are are fighting and arguing, and then she's like, "I don't care. Like I'm just doing my job." And uh, yeah, so that's <laughs> so you know. <laughs> Sounds like a terrible TV show. Do you, th- do you think there's a parking wars game? Probably. If not, Probably we, we can make it right now. Parking that sounds like, yeah, money Wars opportunity. game. Let's see. Parking Wars. Parking Wars brings you the fun of parking your car. <laughs> this is definitely not the same thing. This is really old. Uh, Andy Parking Wars 2 for Facebook commercial. No, I don't know. I don't Wait, Facebook game. There's a Facebook game. God damn it. Oh, my God. What is it? <laughs> I don't know. Is it, is it like Mafia Wars except parking? <laughs> Let's see if this thing, if this wiki, wiki link has a, a message of the game. Though Game. Uh, just doing my job. Oh, <laughs> no. That's not it. Oh, my God. Oh, I was just What's thinking, up, like, um, recently, because it's, you know, the winter time and it's been snowing, it's like people can't see the sidewalks, so they just park on the fucking sidewalk. Sure. Like, they pull up way... I, I haven't seen too. it as much in the summertime. <laughs> I've only seen it, like, actually, every time I go over uh, to Rob's house when we do, like, anime night or whatever with uh, Megan and Jordan... Fucking like if I park and I'll get in my car, I'm like, all right, and then I'll just like start walking, and then there's like fucking cars on the sidewalk. I'm like, oh my gosh, somebody was uh, handicapped or was in a wheelchair or something, they would not be able to get by this, and they'd have to go around the car into the fucking road, and that's not good. So it's because it's because you have a car now, so you're noticing other people (laughs) stupid things in their car now. Yep. (laughs) Anyway, she killed those people uh, for parking. Parking wars. (laughs) You can select three different parking attendants, and you also get a sub character, which is a tow truck uh, contact. And so you, so it's a like a sandbox game. You're wandering through the city looking for parking violations, and you can give tickets and stuff. And there's like probably a percentage. Well, actually, what you do is you watch the area, so you watch for the habits of of your marks. And when they go into the store, like you have to try and run. And, like, put the ticket on as fast as you can. And you have to write the ticket. So you're, like, doing button prompts probably, like, on screen. Like, oh, hit X, triangle. I, I was, and like, picturing, like, Grand Theft Auto. That's exactly what I was <laughs> like, thinking. Well, you I'm changing punch, things she up. She could punch the offender. Well, I haven't got there yet. I mean, no. No, this is not how Parking Wars works. This is based on the hit reality TV series that I watched half of. Uh, half of one episode. So so you're, you're hitting button prompts. You get done fast. If you get done fast enough, you, you get them the ticket and you increase money. You get your money in your bank account. Uh, but what can happen is if you if you mess it up or you're too slow, they come out and they start fighting. 
So you kind of get like a debate thing, maybe. So you get like a, a meter at the bottom of the screen. So maybe this game's a, bu- a sandbox with a bunch of mini games, and so like they're making arguments, and you have to like pick from a list of keywords to counter their arguments, kind of like Danganronpa. And so you're like trying to argue them down, and if they lose, they they either pay the money or the truck get towed away. Towed away. If if you lose, you don't get your money. They they drive off without the ticket, or they shove you, or or they threaten your life or something, and you, you give in. Uh, so you go around ticketing people, getting the cars towed away, watching them as they cry because their stuff is gone. And, uh, yeah, I think that would be the game. Though You win when you have enough money to retire. And maybe you buy, like, maybe you can buy clothing and stuff, too. I don't know. What? Okay, whatever. And I'm you can play this on, on any system. It's available on the Switch. It's going to be available on PS4. It's going to be available on Xbox One. It'll be available on the Wii U. It'll be available on all mobile devices. It'll be available on the 3DS. On the PlayStation Will Skyrim Vita, be ported to it? On the Xbox uh, 360, on the PS3, on the original Wii. And also you can play it on the uh, the, the, the Ouya. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if you meant PC. <laughs> What's that? I don't think you said PC. I thought I did. It's, n- it's not available on PC. <laughs> it is a console and mobile only. <laughs> PCs do not get this amazing game. Uh, okay, so before I go to my awesome discussion on the Nintendo Labo, I have to mention that Shelby and I have watched a couple movies recently, uh, and we always like to discuss the horror movies that we watch on the show. Have you, either of you two, who's not Shelby, seen uh, The Purge? No. No. Left. All right, well, we watched The Purge 1, and we also watched The Purge 2, and so the, if you don't know what The Purge is, it's a movie where... The premise is so fucking stupid. I'd love to get your opinions on the premise, but basically, uh, crime is down by like almost crime is almost non-existence because every one night a year, for like I think from like I don't know from eight till six in the morning or some some time frame, you can do any crime you want. Any crime two, you want, do you can use? Hours? Oh no, a, no, it's for like eight nine hours. You can okay. use any weapon you want, whatever, except for I guess the only rule they have is a few weapons are banned. But basically, you can kill murder i'm assuming you can do all the other heinous crimes you want uh, to get it yeah, out of your system level four the weapons the year, or class four weapons and under are like approved for the purge but like everything above that isn't so what's uh, that? guns what's what, a class what are, what's i don't i don't know i don't know also politicians that are level 10 and up are not allowed to be killed during the purge uh, but other than that, any and all crime yeah. uh, is permitted. So that's they only ever talk yeah, about murder, yeah. though, for the most well, part. Well, no, well, there was, was that one part. dude who was L in in you Death Note who and was just politician. getting people for the purge to deliver to other people, and he was doing it for money because uh, that's how they make money. Yeah. But I mean, it's, nice. I guess human trafficking is shown. Yeah. Then. Yeah. Uh, and and usually there's a lot of over actors and discount bin versions of of actors you may have seen before. Like it's not really them, but kind of slightly resembles them. So we started making up nicknames for different characters. And, and Cornbread, Ugly Mary. There's Discount Liam Neeson slash Discount yeah. Punisher. Discount, discount Kingpin. Kristen Bell, who was only there at the very Disc- beginning of the movie. <laughs> There's also discount two characters from yeah. Orange is New Black, uh, whose names escape me. Uh, anyway, it's a fun Ethan time. Hawk, like the main character in, the, in the first it was one, yeah. Eva or Eva oh, okay. and Clara were the with the mother and the daughter, I think. Your your ability to recall things. <laughs> what? Uh, yeah, the first movie actually has Liam yeah. Headley and Ethan Hawke uh, and Ethan Hawke, yeah. right, like Left said, and maybe some other people, but I, I don't know. Anyways, the premise is the mm-hmm. stupidest fucking thing. It would never work. What? So at the end of the purge, you just go back to your life and be like, "Hey, oh, sorry, I almost killed you. Do you want to come over for fucking game night next Thursday? Because it's the purge. <laughs> don't get mad. You don't. You can't be upset. It's the purge. Stupid. And it, you know. And then there's people like, what about people who don't kill people? But like, maybe you have someone who robs, you, like, literally robs you, like steals your car. He has your car now. And the next day, <laughs> you're supposed to like, can I have that back? Yeah. No, it's mine. Well- I purged it. Well, like, what I like to imagine is, so I live in an apartment building. What if I choose to go murder everybody in the apartment building on purge night? So yeah. the next day, the landlord's like, dude, I don't have any more tenants because you <laughs> killed them Well, all. it's your right well, to you purge. purge. You, and you say, yeah. It was your right to <laughs> fucking purge. So, yeah, by the founding fathers <laughs> gave you this fucking right. right. So, yeah. Yeah. People yeah. do that in the movie a lot. They're like, they start doing these weird <laughs> cult chants. Like, and they're, or like when they're, they're denied the ability to purge, like, it's our right yeah. to purge. 
by the fathers. There was a a, a woman <laughs> in the first um, in the first movie who because like this group shows up to this house where Ethan Hawke and Lena Headley live, and because uh, they're like their son let in somebody that they were trying to kill, and then they locked up their house again. So they got there and they they want to break in. And uh, so they're they're all wearing like stupid masks and they're all like crazy religious people. And one of them, this woman, she's got like two machetes and she's wearing like this white dress and she's like skipping up and down the fucking hallways like an idiot. She's scary. She's scary because she's Uh, crazy. She's crazy. So you don't know what she's thinking. (laughs) She's so it's it's like a little whimsical and it's scary. These movies, these movies take the the idea of what people think would be scary and like put it in the movie versus like things that are actually scary because it's not they're both movies were not scary they were just fucking dumb the the only scary moment of the second movie was when like when the 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 two ladies neighbor is like comes up and basically tries to to force himself on oh yeah that was fucked up yeah that that was creepy because i'm Mm -hmm. uncomfortable with those things uh other than that the movies are so fucking dumb Purge. Okay, speaking of them, <laughs> or maybe not, depending on how you feel. Nintendo Labo. First of all, y'all, y'all know what Nintendo Labo is? Oh, well, yeah. let's explain it to everybody just in case they don't know out there. Uh, so basically, it's cardboard uh, cutouts that Nintendo sends with a, with a game, uh, and then you put them together yourself, <coughs> these cardboard constructions. Uh, that, then they interact with your Switch. Uh, the, the coolest example was a robot, which is like a backpack with some strings that attach to these these parts, these devices that you put the Joy-Cons in that you hold them through and then something on your feet. Uh, and basically now when you're in the game, you're like a robot. It's, it's controlled by it. So it's like, it's like a, like a, it's, it's literally like a discount cardboard box, like a, a ch- children's construction paper version of VR. Like, hey, <laughs> and with all the mess that comes with something like that. It's like, if like a kid's home, like, I wish I could play VR. And, and a mother is very reasonably, or father, is very reasonably like, look, son or daughter, um, you know, VR is very expensive. Even for the PS4, I mean, it's like it's still an expensive device. If you want to get a better one, it's even more expensive. We just can't do that. Here's a Switch. It's the best I can do for you. And and then the, the kids like it respects it respects the child's in it respects its parents. Um, and they're like, thank you, uh, Papa or Mama, for the gift. I am a respectful child. I will play with my Switch. And then the kid goes to school the next day and sees his kid, all his all his rich friends being like, "Hey, man, I love VR. I'm a, I'm a fucking I'm a donkey in this game." And one kid's like, "Oh man, I was hacking into government files in this game." And another kid's like, "I was a space marine." And there's this this hot lady with me in this game. And all these all these games these kids are playing. These kids are playing all the VR games. None of them none of them sound like the VR games that you actually play, where you kind of sit in a room and walk around. Uh, but it's super cool, and the kids, kids like, and they're like, "What are you playing?" He's like, "I'm playing my Switch," and they're like, "Does the Switch have VR, brah? And the kids like, "No, man, I, I just got Mario." And it's like, "Ha, loser! You can't even be Mario in in your stupid 2D world." And so the kid gets home and he's crying and he's like, he's mad at his parents because the parents are like, "Hey, son, what's wrong? Don't you like your Switch?" And they're like, "I don't like the Switch. I want to want to be in a different world." And the parents are like, "What's the fuck?" Not this kid like what's he even thinking no one knows no one knows they just give up and they go back to drinking or something and so the kid is in his room and, he, and he's like has a serious moment he's like i know what i'll do and then cut to kid cutting cardboard boxes apart and he's like i'm gonna make my own vr and i'll show everybody so then the kid builds his own fucking robot suit and then he uses the joy cons with it and he makes his own vr robot and that's the origin of nintendo labo it's good good story uh, I hope you guys all yep. learned a lot. But... <laughs> Anyways, so I think I won't say point. <laughs> Nintendo, yeah, Nintendo Labo cardboard cutouts that work with the. What do you guys think of of, of those? Um, I think it's for people who have kids, and then the kids putting the Switch or the Joy Cons in a backpack and running around acting crazy with them. And I'm thinking, you know, maybe they designed it so that it'll never fall out. But like, what if? The kid falls like if it's on his back. What if he falls backwards and crushes the switch, and the mm-hmm. switch breaks? And just I can foresee so many yep. like problems. I guess. Uh, yep. This is this is how you buy switches in the future. You create something that causes them to <laughs> there break. You go. We that. That's how we keep. That's how the sales keep going um, up. 
Uh, Sorry, I, I just have one more one more point. Like, no, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. At first, I, I had thought the same thing of, oh, well, you're just buying all this cardboard. Where are you going to put it? But then I thought, well, people just buy a bunch of useless shit for the kids anyway. So it's not like it's any different than any other fucking mm-hmm. toy. But um, yeah, mm-hmm. there's... I, I mean, I you're, you, you'd be paying for the game that comes with them. But I'm just worried that, like, you know... If you're gonna buy this cardboard, if it's if they're just gonna make it really expensive to buy it, kind of like I don't know, like the refills or the replacement yeah, cardboard, or just any of that stuff, cause... like fifty bucks for like your a new set mm-hmm. of cardboard. I want to play a game with you guys. Oh boy, um, called let's come up with ideas for Labo creations. Uh, I have a few I thought <laughs> about since this morning or right before we recorded. Um, so I'll go with one first to give you an example of what we could do. Uh, I call this one, and this is a mini game that would come with it. Someone's at the door. Pretend to be at home when visitors come to your door. You use the patented Nintendo Labo cardboard cutouts to construct a door that you stand behind. Load one Joy-Con into where the handle is and another into the center of the door and put the screen near the top middle. The door will buzz, buzz when knocked or when the handle is turned, uh, it'll also buzz. Now, Tap and slide the latch on the screen to see who's outside the door. A me of your friend. That's called who's at the door. Aren't me's dead now? Doesn't matter for this for for Labo. <laughs> Labo, anything's possible. All right, I have more. But do you guys have any fun ideas for <laughs> Nintendo Labo creations? Yeah. So all right, here we go. So you out of the cardboard, you mm-hmm. construct a hose, and there's there's a nice little like attachment so that you can like hook it into the nozzle of your sink, and then it's a firefighter <laughs> game, and then you aim your Joy-Con slash hose at the screen of your Switch, you soak it, thus having to go buy a new Switch. <laughs> so you can only play the game once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, okay, left. What, now I hate to poke a hole because everything sounds <laughs> very sound to me. Like that makes complete sense. Except yeah. the water's going to get the cardboard wet, so it might not be able to spray the screen. Well, like, like the t- there's like a tube in the cardboard oh, it comes that with comes like with it. Okay. Yeah, that you attaches to the the cardboard is really just for for pure aesthetics <laughs> for the handle and stuff. That's a really great idea. Yeah. <laughs> what What about you, uh, Kevin or Shelbo? Go ahead, Kevin. <laughs> got something, Kev? Um, I don't know. You got me thinking about the uh, home economics with the door answering thing. So maybe, maybe you could like build a cardboard oven. Yeah, and uh, cook your cardboard in there. <laughs> you could put the screen. The cardboard. You could put the screen on the oven door, and it, it just shows like a piece of rotisserie chicken rotating on the screen, and then and there then the Joy Cons buzz when it's done. Yeah, and you take it out and eat the cardboard in there. <laughs> really yeah, uh, uh, you got one, Shelby, or, or I'll go with uh, another one. I got one. one. So All it's right. just yes. you know, coming back to everybody likes beating the shit out of each other. I think. Um, yeah. yeah I think so that's true. what you're gonna do is you're gonna take your switch and like you're gonna build this either a cardboard axe where the switch goes into where the blade would be, uh, <laughs> or just like you know just weapons that you can even build a mace where yes the switch would go in and you just beat the shit out of each other with your switches. And the switches would probably like good. you don't even need software for it. you just need to put your you know maybe you don't even need your switch you just need to beat the crap out of each other. <laughs> Are you saying you can just play with cardboard by yeah. itself and have fun? No, that's 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 <laughs> old way of playing with cardboard. No, well, like I like Shelby's idea, and then like the Joy Cons like measure points whenever you get hits. Yeah, but well, other than that, comes there's no cardboard. point to using the Joy Cons. I guess the screen adds weight. Exactly, to so it's gonna hurt, and maybe there's <laughs> yeah. like some kind yeah. of pain measuring. <laughs> device uh and the sound comes out of the switch itself so it could say yeah. play the sound effects yeah. like the, the more you scream from an attack the more <laughs> damn or the yeah yep. the more points the opponent gets <laughs> i got i got a couple other ones here i have panic room uh this one is extra exciting you take the nintendo labo cutouts and from a box that you can fit in you then put your joy cons into what looks like keyboards and you're switched into a small computer screen now watch the screen to see what the intruders are doing inside your home and you can use the computer you made to try and dissuade them from stealing oh, your like, valuables. It's like Night Trap. Yeah, a little Nintendo bit. Labo, yeah. But you but you make your own. I, next up, I have running shoes. You create two size 10 running shoes, which are adjustable, and put a Joy-Con in each one. You then put the shoes on. Start running in spot, in place. The <laughs> HD rumble feature it simulates different terrains, and this, <laughs> this Twitch screen shows how far you've run. It's, it's great a, exercise. A, a literal infinite runner. <laughs> Certainly not any risk at all, because it's patented yep. cardboard. 
Next up, I have <laughs> VR. Nintendo said they're not interested in working on a VR device, but that doesn't stop Nintendo from Labo from making a toy that simulates what a VR device would be. So Nintendo Level Boxes create a headset that you slide your Switch screen into. You can't really interact with what you see, but the movie that plays plays like you are in a VR game. So you don't actually do anything. It just moves around, and it's fun to wave your arms and act like you can touch things, even though you're not really doing anything. So that one's fun. And I also have Math is Hard, just like the first set of Nintendo Labo where you can make a keyboard, like they saw they make it like a little keyboard that can play music. We once again take the old and make it fun again. Construct the buttons and frame, and you make a giant calculator. The Joy-Cons go inside, you press the buttons, and then the magic happens on the screen. You can add from 1 to 999. It's amazing. And then multiplication and division isn't initially available, but you'll be able to patch it in later. And that's the, uh, the calculator. They're really great ideas. Yeah. The point is, the options are limitless. You can do anything with cardboard boxes. Yeah. I like the idea of DLC where you buy more cardboard and add it on to your previous <laughs> constructions. <laughs> right. <laughs> the rollout eventually comes out with a helmet, I think. Or does yeah. it already have one, actually? No, it doesn't. You play that on your, your, your TV screen still. Anyway, so overall opinions on uh, the initial Nintendo Labo? You think it's cool? Seems fun for kids. Yeah. Left. I don't really have an opinion on it. No opinion. Shelbo? Uh, I guess we'll see when it comes out. I don't really know how to judge it right now. <coughs> Robbo? Uh, eh. It's, kids will have fun, I'm sure. Oh, I wish... Give me one second. Kevin, riff for me for one second. Say something cool. Um, I don't know. The weather changes and stuff, and that's that's pretty neat. Sometimes it's sunny, and some days it's not sunny. And that's that's a nice way to live, I think. Yeah, this is a lot longer than a second, man. Uh, I think I, I think I found what I want. All right, here's a quote from, and I could be wrong, but I, I rarely ever am. Uh, so I just I just looked at the quote, but basically, let me see. Okay, so this is five years ago with Michael Pactor, who is an industry analyst, who um, you know he was on game trailers he would do he had a show i forget what it was called but he would just talk about the game industry and they basically just they make yeah, whatever analysts do and so i think this is about the wii u so he says, he says the wii was gimmicky it worked they got lucky but i don't think they're like they're going they're getting lucky with wii u i don't think they suck i just think that they really believe that if we're still novel everything will we do will work out this isn't going to work Hardcore gamers will buy them. Hardcore Nintendo fanboys will buy it. They could put a piece of cardboard and say, that'll play Mario, and they'll buy it. <laughs> Which I thought was pretty <laughs> funny. Uh, I saw that quote on Twitter the other day, and it made me laugh, because it seemed apt. Okay, next up is our topic. week we're talking about doki doki it's exciting doki 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 um so doki doki is I mean, available in so many so many spots um steam i believe i don't know if it's on mm-hmm. steam i think you maybe it is on it. steam um it's a fun game it's very tight i find like the gameplay is very tight and you can choose out of four characters which is pretty cool and uh, anyways, let, let's get into it. I mean, Left, you were really excited to talk about Doki Doki. Uh, I'm excited to talk about Doki Doki. I've, I love this game for years, so maybe we could get discussing Doki it. Doki Doki Literature Club. Yeah, Doki Literature Doki. Club. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I've acknowledged it. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Right. Anyways, I know, that was very weird. So, Left, um, well, I, I don't, how do we start it off? I mean, everybody already knows what it is. Like, what, what, what character do you like? the most uh what do i like the most yeah i like mama personally are we just gonna assume that people everyone knows what the game is i mean it's been around for like a long time so i think most people know what the game is has it been around for a really long time well i guess you might not i mean when they ported it over here they changed the name so it might be a little confusing for people i think most people at this point are you talking about doki doki panic is is what you're talking about are you you doing a thing that's the the game we're playing (laughs) so i like i like mama the most because like the float the floating abilities are pretty good and the game was based on like originally they were going to make it 
just like a, its regular game in the series, but they, they they had some weird deal with the this like TV show I think that was airing at the time, like Dream Factory I think, and so they basically reskinned it to be these actors. So when you actually play the game, you're playing as like Mama Imagine. I think, like, Papa is one of them. It's a very, really strange game in its original form, but when we got it over here, they just changed things up. I've never played that original game. Really? You never but played I'm, it? No, I've never played Doki Doki Panic, but I'm confused. Are we talking about <laughs> Doki Doki, Doki Panic? I'm just, I'm just <laughs> fucking around. <laughs> Doki Doki Literature Club, take oh it away. Boy. Okay, um, so I'm doing it? Yeah, well, okay. whatever. You know the most. You played the most recently, I think. Um, then shall we just play it, too? Oh, yeah. But well, it's fine. I'll, I'll do it because I really, actually, laugh. really like this game. So I'm I'm okay to spearhead it. Okay. Um. So yeah. So it's uh, a visual novel for anyone who has not played it. We'll kind of go over it quickly. Yeah. We um. So it, it is a visual novel, and uh, it's uh, it has the guise of being this cute game where you know it's your typical oh you know you're going to school and you want to join a, a fun club and then your best friend gets you to join the literature club and then I love how at the beginning and he's just like this club is filled with cute girls and right? it's just very very typical you know what you would expect and, the only uh, reason to join a club obviously the only reason I ever joined a club <laughs> um, did you ever, wait one second did you ever join a club no okay. <laughs> do we have clubs I don't I don't know uh, my school never had clubs so <laughs> I, I wouldn't know um, so it, it, it kind of the reason why I like this game so much is because it has this guy's you know the, the wait, one second. on top massive spoiler alert massive spoiler oh yes yeah how are you handling spoilers? wait right now this, we're just gonna tell them stop I right here <laughs> this is game is a visual novel with a twist if you haven't played it pause it it's free go play it now then come back it's free it's if three you, to four hours really? too so really don't want to play it and just want to hear our opinions on it by all means it's going to get spoiled uh but from here on out spoilers it could happen at any time prepare yourself mentally and physically it's coming all right resume left uh, so yeah so it, it it has this guise of being cute and the further you get into the game the more dark and the more twisted and the more Mind fucky is the word I'm going to go with. It gets. Um, so it's, it, you think it's a, a visual novel dating sim, but in reality it's a thriller or kind of horror game, um, that very little actual gameplay. It's a visual novel after all. Um, so yeah, you, you pursue, uh, one of, uh, three four girls sort of but it doesn't really give you all four options at the start but um so there's your best friend i can't, I can't remember all their names sayori, sayori. I think. Yep. yeah and yeah. then there's the uh yuri who's the purple-haired really tall one and mm-hmm. then uh what's the small the tiny girl name natsuki natsuki yeah, natsuki, yeah. yeah. she's the the small cute um freshman she's your sendari character right shelby <laughs> and uh then there's the uh super you know successful and uh attractive and all-around awesome person monica who doesn't um, who, love monica who, who, who is the president of the club right. so as you play it's, it's pretty much what you expect and you know you're kind of pursuing one of them um so for, first thing i want to know is everyone <clears throat> is whenever it kind of started who were you trying to pursue Oh, Yuri, for sure. Y- Yuri, yeah, same. I also chose Yuri. I mean, yeah, I chose Yuri. I wanted to choose Monica, but, you know, the game does, does not Doesn't, give you that. Yeah, yeah. I hated so it's not all of them at the game. start, so I just went with Shelby. Sayori. What? How could you hate you went them? With at the start, yeah, because I didn't like any of them, so I was just like, I'm just going to go for this person, I guess. It wasn't... <laughs> you, you hated, like, you hated Sayori? She's such I a didn't nice hate... girl. Oh, my God. It's... I wouldn't date her, but I'm saying They were nice. all so very boring to me at the start. <laughs> but anyway. Fair enough. Um, so Shelby's heartless. but Yeah, she doesn't. Um, and, and coming from the heartless guy, that means something. That's a lot of heartlessness. <laughs> well, it's not better, heartless better if you watch don't know what happens beforehand. <laughs> um, so, so, yeah. So then the only real part of the gameplay is that... Um, at the Cabin whenever you buttons. go you go to your literature club and then everyone decides to go home and and write a poem. Um, so you go home and and this is where the actual game happens where you pick words to write a poem and 
how it kind of works is based on the words you pick. It, it'll appeal to one of the girls, and and it seems like the first couple days, it seems very daty simmy. Um, it feels and then, boring as fuck, actually. A little bit, and then it, the first little bit of strangeness though is when you do write your first poem, and then you're kind of seeing some of these words like suicide and darkness. You know, like well, okay, this is a little, this is not what he, what you would expect. Um, so then, as you get back to uh, cl- your your club, sorry. Um, everyone reads a poem, and that's kind of and Monica has really, really dark poems right off the bat. Um, so that's kind of when the game starts to get really like, hey, this this isn't as cute and innocent as as you would expect. Um, so let's just kind of fast forward through the story a little bit. Um, you've noticed your best friend Sayori, who you can't really pursue in the game that well because whenever whenever you pick words. Um, for your poem writing, she's not really because you see the three jumping whenever you pick the proper words. Sayori's not there, so it's kind of this weird thing that if you thought you're playing a dating sim, you might think the game is broken Wait, because you she, can't really. I thought she her. was there. I don't. She think is so. there, or maybe it was Monica. No, that Monica's wasn't there. not there. Monica's not there. Monica's Sorry. not there. Sayori's there. Sorry, Monica wasn't there, so you, you can't really pursue oh, okay. her. Okay. Oh my god. Um, so as as the game progresses, you talk to Sayori a lot because she's your best friend. And then you notice that she gets really sad a lot of the times, especially because you're talking to, well, in my case, it was Yuri a lot and everyone else seems She to gets be jealous. jealous. She gets super jealous. Um, and then anyway, so there's a couple of weird interactions with Monica. She's you, you, you definitely get the feeling she knows more than than what is, you know, on the surface here. Um, and then anyway, so let's fast forward to the most the first sad part of the game. Um, and this is the end of your first playthrough. You you go to the club. Sayori's missing. Oh, should we? Oh, sorry. Let's, let's rewind. Okay. I don't know. Do we do we want to tell the whole story? Like, are we just going to go? We through the said whole story? major spoilers, so you can start, right, summarize right. it. All right, all right. So Sayori t- wants to know if you love her, and then you have to say yes or no. I said no. Oh, absolutely not. I said say- yes. You really? said yes. Okay. I'm said assuming no. the the results are the same, um, because she she commits yep. suicide and hangs herself. Okay. So pause right there for a second. So at this point in time, when I was playing the game, I knew there was a twist coming. I did not know much detail, other than supposedly it was a, a psychological horror. So I was like, "Oh shit! Is this just going to be a game about like like a, a game teaching you about like suicide and and all right, cool? So at this point, I thought the twist in the game was suicide, and I'm like, "Okay, look, I understand that's a powerful message. It, it, actually, that kind of stuff bums me out. Uh, I wasn't really that wasn't what I was hoping this game was going to be." So at that point, I was like, well, shit, I get it. I get the twist now. Everything's happy. We're all, we're all fun. And then we see, oh, shit, you know what? People are depressed in real life, and, and you don't always know it. And it's a positive message. And I was, like, ready to stop there. I'm like, ugh. Not, again, that stuff is good. I just didn't think that was going to happen, and I honestly just didn't want to be depressed. Um, but as you find out, as left keeps going, uh, that is not exactly the point of this game. No, not at all. Not at all. It takes twist after twist. Um, so, so yeah, so then she commits suicide, and then it's just like, oh, that's your playthrough of the game. And so it reloads, and it's also like, it, it, the one thing that really kind of fucked with me is that I, there's little, like, tips, and it's always like, make sure to save the game before you make a big decision. And then once you, you kind of go through a big decision, it, it won't let you reload your game file, because the game fucks with you. So that was your first instance Oh, I didn't know that. Of, that's funny. Yeah, yeah. So that's one instance of the game starting to fuck with you. Um, cause it does it a lot. So then you go back to like the, the, the splash screen of the game and where you normally would see all the girls loaded, uh, Sayori was glitched out with like a glitchy picture of Monica there. Um, so then you start a second playthrough of the game and then this is where the game starts to get really fucked up because all the scenes with, where it was you one-on-one with Sayori are very, like, they're still kind of there, but the text is, is not right and, um, pictures are are messed up and it's it looks like it's like oh there's a missing piece to this game um but you you play through the game and then you go back to the club but there's just no sayori because apparently her killing herself in the first playthrough seems to have removed her from the game completely um so as you as you play through it the second time it's much darker um a lot of the innocence is gone and the, the girls are even like Natsuki and Yuri like start yelling at each other and calling each other fuckers and it gets like really really just much more intense um and then you get to scenes and now I'm I'm curious the Natsuki side of things but what happens with Yuri is that you kind of get into these weird situations with her where she starts cutting herself and you get these like really really gross well not gross scenes but they're very intense and they just kind of like they and they 
uh, rewind time, and like the game starts to mess with you, and you're really not too sure why. Um, so then, once you kind of complete your second playthrough, one, what ends up happening is, uh, since I was pursuing Yuri, I'm, if you're pursuing Natsuki, I'm assuming a similar thing would happen, but Yuri basically stabs herself like three times in the chest, and and dies, and I loved it when she died because you were in the it was it was Friday in the the club room and then you sit there for the whole weekend and like time passes in the game for the whole weekend and then Natsuki shows up and then throws up and I just thought it was a cool way to end the, the second playthrough of the game. Um, <laughs> so so then you you finish the second playthrough of the game and you're like okay what's going on here something's messed up and then as you start the third playthrough is when everything is finally revealed to you. Um, so the true villain of the whole game the whole time has been Monica and from the beginning, from the time you launched the game, Monica became self-aware. She realizes that she is merely uh, a character in a video game in a, in a dating sim game. And she pretty much falls in love with you, not you, the player, not your character, but you specifically. And then, so basically the third playthrough of the game is like, you're in limbo in this weird space. And there's like, just like things floating behind the, the classroom. And it's like the a- ending of uh, the matrix. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> the architect. Yeah, and so you're you're talking one on one with Monica, and then she's just kind of like confessing her love for you and saying basically that she's been messing with the game files, which explains why the game was all glitchy and, and messing up. Um, and then she's been messing with the game files, and she deleted their characters and and all this stuff. Um, and then basically how you complete the game is you need to go into your game file. So in your like Steam app folder and then locate the, so there's a character folder that are like CHC files, which are not real game files by any means, but they're part of the game mechanic. Cause what you have to do is there's a Monica.chc file. And if you delete that and then relaunch the game, that will defeat Monica. You don't and have then to you relaunch. You just have game. to go back into the. Into yeah. the game. Oh, I I just de- I closed it. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, I, I deleted yeah. while I was yeah. talking. To Interesting. Her. Okay. Yeah, me um, too. Uh, so yeah, there's two ways to do that, I guess. Um, and then you relaunch it again, and then it turns out that now Sayori is self-aware, and then she tries to do the same thing, but Mon- the remnants of Monica stop her, and then they delete the game from your computer, and then that's it. Now, while you're reading this, I was looking at the summary. Do you know there's an alternate ending to the game? There's a lot of alternate endings to the game, like um, so that's kind of what I wanted to get into. Okay, well, I want to read, because this is interesting. Okay, I, maybe, I, I doubt Shelby knew, because she and I haven't played a ton of this, I guess. But uh, So, if you, apparently, if you viewed all the optional scenes in a single playthrough, which would require saving and loading at several points before witnessing Sayori's initial suicide, an alternate ending is presented. Sayori instead accepts the nature of her reality... Uh, and tearfully expresses her gratitude to the player for trying to make all the girls happy. She says goodbye, hoping the player will visit again sometime, and concluding that the girls all love the player. After the credits, the player is presented with a thank you note from the game's developer, uh, this t- which is Dan Salvato. And this time the character mm. files of all four girls are preserved during the game world's data wipe. Oh. There so it go. does still get wiped, though? Like, that's I guess, cute. Apparently. Okay, yeah. So there's a, there is a good ending. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Um. There, there's like if you if you delete Monica like right off the beginning and then launch it, Sayori immediately becomes self aware and then commits suicide <laughs> really? in the first like five seconds of the game. Oh, that's yeah. fucking hilarious. Well, you know, not funny, but also kind of interesting. Uh. So yeah, there's a lot of like really weird Easter eggs to this game too. Um, so one of the things that they included in those character files, if you open them up in like a notepad, there's a whole bunch of text that's in like base 64. And if you just go to a website, you can decode it. And there's like creepypasta stories that the, the, the guy wrote basically. I've read into this a bunch. It's actually a, uh, ARG, like a teaser for the next game. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. One of those character files is a PNG that you can open up and it has like base 64 stuff in it and. Yeah, it's, it's really cool how he did that. And, like, as as I played the game, because, you know, one thing about this game is that I knew a little bit going into it. I knew that there was a lot of, like, character file stuff going on. So I had the character file um, window open the whole time I was playing. And the more you play, Monica puts stuff in there. That And if you open it, it kind of freaks you out and stuff like that. That's like, she's cool. trying to talk to you through adding new files and stuff like that. I don't remember what any of them say, but they're all very dark and cryptic in the first place. So oh, they don't they don't tell you a whole lot. Um, but yeah, it, it's kind of a spooky psychological thriller. 
Uh, Shelby, I'd like to ask about your experience playing it because uh, yesterday when you came over, you seemed like you disliked it. Yeah. And I'm kind of curious to what happened. Well, I t- the thing is, is I knew <clears throat> there was a twist coming, but like the beginning, I think, could have been shaved down a little bit because it took way too long to get to like the actual point. And it's I know a not a lot of people agree with me, and that's fine. But I kind of agree with you. It just, I don't know, like I was ready to fucking shoot myself yesterday playing this fucking game until it got to the twist and it got a little better so anyway uh i, I anyway well i'll save, it for, save it for damage, damage stuff. Yeah. Yeah. we haven't done damage in a while damn yeah hmm. uh okay so yeah so we talked about gameplay we talked about the story talked about the crazy file stuff um anything else we need do you, do you know like what what this like not, not i don't know if it's a true sequel that we're getting to this but what is the next thing that's supposed to come like what is the what's um, being alluded to i forget the name of it but like you should watch the uh the game theorist he has a yeah, couple I've videos seen, on I've this where he kinda, i don't i don't like his yeah. stuff personally so i don't watch it oh shit yeah, sure. anyways yeah he he kind of like breaks it down and the theory is that uh the characters in this game uh monica sayori yuri and stuff they're actually from the next game they're That's working what I re- on where I there's like too, yeah. yeah experiments on people and they're actually like superhuman in some way okay now you're losing me yeah that sounds interesting i'm certainly going to give that that a try as a matter of fact uh sundary j who's not known for playing these types of games in the slightest was uh, he played this before me and, and got me to play it as well it's kind of funny. Another, nice. another thing to note is that the music is kind of cute in this game. And uh, one thing they do is that the main theme or whatever you want to call it uh, is remixed depending on which uh, girl's poem you're listening to. So that's kind of I that's kind of kind that. of cool. Like uh, like one's peppier and happier. One's a little more like yeah. elegant. And, so I like, I like how stuff it gets like that. Screwed up later on. Yes. Yeah. yeah. They they set the tone really well because and like sometimes they like replace their 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 drawn mouths with like real mouths and they get oh, super hot. creepy oh no yeah, that's super hot i love I, my, one of my favorite like uh, turn-ons is a drawing of a 2d drawing with a real <laughs> mouth <laughs> it's so hot yeah. right shelby yeah nope, nope, just nope, need a you nope. need a goat head <laughs> a goat, a goat throw, head throw a goat yeah. head and on then there. a drawn mouth oh man that's that's cool <laughs> yeah can i can i gush about dan salvato a little bit Get this guy's like you want, man. insane. So what I previously known him yeah. from was a uh, mod for Super Smash Bros. Melee. What mod? It's called 20XX. Okay. And uh, basically it just enables you to do a bunch of stuff, which is really helpful for practicing. Uh, like what? As well as a few, like, um, one thing you can do is turn on, like, the hitboxes so you can see those. Uh, you can see the character states, like, when you're uh, in stun or anything like that. Cool. So it helps you practice through that. Uh, you can mess with shields and stuff. Uh, there's also, like, a tournament edition that you can actually save replays. Somehow he modded in, like, saving and replaying replays, hmm. which is insane. Um, and he also has a mod for uh, Super Mario Sunshine that, like, oh, helps cool. speedrunners and stuff. That's cheating. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's really cool what... Uh, what what else he's done and also like how different doki doki literature club is and yet it's still like a pretty awesome game did you pay for the fan pack uh no i didn't i, I feel like i should because i enjoyed much. it so i, I much. also feel like i should because i enjoyed this game so much you guys should if you if I you know. love what it so comes much. with the pa- fan pack it dumps desktop mobile opinion. wallpaper yeah. the official soundtrack and a digital concept art booklet booklet ah mm-hmm. yeah there you go i think I think we should damage. All right, so damage. We haven't done this in a long time. Uh, in this case, there's four of us. So there's four hearts. It starts out with, and we can damage up to one full heart each in quarters. So full damage. You hate the game. You would not recommend it to anyone. You feel like you've wasted your time and your life, your energy. Uh, and if it was a gift, in this case it's not, you would have been angry to receive it. One uh, three quarters damage means you really don't like the game. Still, it's uh, kind of boring. You uh, there's not many people you would recommend it to at all. Maybe you don't hate yourself for playing it, but you still feel like you wasted your time. Half damage to the game is pretty good. I mean, not pretty good. It's okay. Um, so we'd recommend it to the right people. It's still kind of fun. You think people might be able to get stuff out of it. Uh, th- one quarter damage means that you think the game is really good, maybe great. You would recommend it to most people. Uh, and you had a good time. And no damage means not necessarily the game is perfect, but you would recommend it to pretty much anyone. You love the game, and it's uh, I don't know, bees knees. There we go. So Kevin, why don't you go first as our guest? 
Oh no. <laughs> um, so Doki Doki Literature Club. Mm. I don't know. I've been very stressed out and stuff recently. And like when I played it, like I knew it was, I did, I heard about it for a while and heard it was good, but I didn't actually play it until I heard it was short. And I was like, sweet, let's, let's do this. It'll be a nice, nice little distraction from my, all my stressed out thoughts of work and whatnot. Yeah. And, uh, so yeah, I went, went and played it and it was a bit of a head fuck, which is nice. It is actually shockingly what I needed being in my stressed state because it got me thinking about like, how cool and unique this game is and also like kind of the themes and stuff that's kind of getting across. Right. And, uh, I, I appreciated that a heck of a lot. Um, and another thing that I appreciate a heck of a lot is I'm a big fan of stories in games that could only work as a game. Mm, um, that's true. And this game is very much one of those, like just the way it makes the character kind of like come to life as like an AI is like messing with your computer files. You know, there's towards the end of the game where uh, Monica uh, reads whatever your like Windows username is. And if that's different, then like, oh, do they actually call you whatever? Yeah. See, my, mine was laugh. My character was laugh. So I didn't notice that. But <laughs> yeah, I, was, I, I was told I, that that's a thing. Yeah, I didn't know either. I was, I was told by Jordan. Uh, mine was a thing. I was like, what the fuck? That's not my name on Steam. Yeah. Yeah. So that was that, that was super, super cool. And yeah, I, I really love that. Um, I, I think the biggest negative for this game is kind of, you know, the issue that Shelby had where there's parts of it where they drag you to the breaking point of like this has gone on too long um obviously the beginning but also i think the uh weekend bit with yuri stabbing herself it like a while. it takes a while before you can even skip and then once you skip it takes a while it's true um so yeah i don't, I don't know it's, it's a little weird how they, how they played with that um but i really uh appreciate that they took that risk because i feel like they probably made a good few people uh close the game beforehand um so i'm gonna go with zero hearts because frankly i've tried to recommend this to absolutely everybody i know uh it's a difficult game to recommend because you don't want to spoil it at all but yeah i'm gonna say zero hearts zero no heart so far shelby (laughs) no damage so far no damage yeah i was gonna say Uh, zero damage (laughs) yes no hearts shelves i know speaking of no heart why don't you go next Oh, I'm glad. Okay. I'm glad I don't have a heart. Um, okay. Um, so I didn't like the start of this game. Uh, it did get better after the twist. And I can definitely see why it's gotten as much attention as it has. I can see why people think it's cool. Uh, I don't particularly um, enjoy uh, games or movies or like TV that break the fourth wall Mm. and she even says monica even says it in the game she says uh that she's breaking the fourth wall and i don't know i think up until that point i was immersed because i thought you know after this twist it maybe it is going to be a game about mental health maybe there's something like you know a deeper message in here but then as soon as she said that and it got to just you and her in that room and she was talking about all this stuff it took me right out of the game like i know it was not the case for a lot of people and i'm it's a rare like opinion and stuff but i was uh, very, I guess, disappointed <laughs> with that twist. Uh, and that's fine. I, I bet people are probably getting angry just listening to me I'm say that. So but that's right now. You know, oh that's fine because it's my opinion. You all got your opinions. Uh, so, <laughs> y'all. Um, anyway, uh, so I I didn't like the beginning. I liked the middle part, and then I didn't like the ending. I guess okay, is what uh, I, I like. The mechanic of going in and deleting her character file was kind of cool. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't. Uh, if I if if I don't know, I'd like to hear what Seiji would say if he played this game. But I don't think he'd be able to make it past the start. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I really don't think he would. Um, so I, I I know people who would like this game, but at the same time, I know people uh, who this game would drive them absolutely bananas. Uh, so I'm gonna give it half damage. Nice, nice job, Shabo. That's not bad. That's not bad. All right, I'll do impromptu woohoo's and boohoo's. I usually write these down, but I um, I didn't. Uh, so I guess woohoo's the art style, serviceable, uh, nothing particularly bad that stands out to me. The CG scenes are fine, and the characters are. I've seen a lot worse on uh, Steam uh, visual novels, so yeah, pretty good. Uh, music was had unique twists to it, so that's a that's a woohoo. Um, the game certainly plays with your expectations and, and attempts to shock you so 
any any game that likes that wants to push that kind of thing forward is good and its uniqueness with the way it messes with your computer and stuff is all super fascinating uh my boohoo's of course is it's so fucking long to get to get to the stuff the quote-unquote good stuff and kind of bland for a long time and you start i don't know i say you but i mean me i start to get bored and yeah and i also like shelby i don't particularly like when fourth wall is broken but i, I am okay with it in this case it's the point of the game but as a general rule i i hate when when it's like like it's revealed to be a dream or or it's fake or whatever it's such a ripoff anyways overall i would say i liked the game i had fun playing it and i would give it one quarter damage all right, so um, I, I obviously I really like the game. Um, I like the subject matter. I thought it was a really interesting story, and and I kind of agree with with Kevin how you know I like that this is this this story could only be in a game, and and I, I thought that was really really cool how they approach it. Um, once again, the mechanic we have to delete her her file was really cool, and. Even just the fact that things are added and removed, sometimes you don't even notice. Just like little Easter eggs are are there, and you know it was a cool way to have you um, explore that kind of aspect. Because a lot of people, you know, mess with game files, and you know this is a game that you know not only are you encouraged to do so, you have to do so. Um, so it's it's a really interesting mechanic that that's there. Um, Ultimately, you know, I agree that the beginning was a little drawn out, but they added, they left a lot of the kind of breadcrumbs that led up to, you know, all the psychological thriller that, that was lying in wait for you. So, um, in, in hindsight, like, I don't mind how long it was, but it was kind of annoying to have to get through it. Um, if you're not into the, the little breadcrumb clues, then you could really get out of touch with this game and, and not even get through that, that first twist. Um, so j- just because of, of maybe the slightly poor presentation at the beginning um that could be improved upon a little bit i'm gonna just go like one quarter damage to the game there we go um, I, th- I thought it was really good it's short enough that i would recommend it to most people and it's something that'll throw you for a loop which is really really cool there we go that's the game doki doki glitters club also for doki panic i would give it no damage i think everybody should play it. <laughs> at least play super mario <laughs> mario bros too uh, it's a great, fun platformer, uh, underestimated, and it really left an impact on the whole series. So, Doki Doki Panic, a la Super Mario 2, or Super Mario USA. They invented USA. Shy Guys, didn't it? They did, yeah. Yeah, Shy Guys are my and, favorite. And uh, so. Birdo. Birdo's less my favorite. Well, whatever. They still, <laughs> it's, it's, it's an impact that was made. Wart never made a comeback, Well, it's kind of sad. Maybe someday. Anywho, so that was it. Uh, thanks for coming, Kevin. You you brought some some exuberance towards Doki Doki Literature Club. Uh, the world is, is a sadder place that Namecast has been destroyed by its its creators who don't care about their fans. That's, yeah, that's exactly <laughs> it. <laughs> Alright, well, cartridgeclub.org uh, uh, is where we can be found. Well, not Kevin, but the rest of us can be found there. Um, hey, you're on Twitter, right, Kev? I am, yeah. Kevin the Tuna. Kevin the Tuna. If you feel like going fishing for a, a, a person who likes playing games <laughs> think you can can, can <laughs> at Kev the Tuna Kevin the Tuna yeah Kevin the Tuna Kevin the Tuna don't go to Kev the Tuna that guy's a real asshole alright well thank you for listening this is Rob and Shelby Left. Kevin bye <laughs>